What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. Where are you going? This is a question I seem to be stuck on at this current stage of my life. And it's been a relevant question my entire life, but I never really had to answer it, I guess. I just kept myself busy with going anywhere, so it didn't feel like I had to actually figure out where I was going. It never felt like it was the time yet to think about it. So I pose the same question to you. Do you know where you are going? In every metaphorical and literal sense, do you have direction? Do you give yourself direction? Do you wake up every day with a clear goal, something to accomplish? If you woke up an hour earlier tomorrow, would you know what exactly to do with that hour? Have you ever looked at your calendar like it's the minutes of your life planned out? What grand purpose would that extra time be in service to? Can you answer this question? You see, we have an identity crisis happening in the world right now. Three out of every four people that take their lives are men. And a lot of it is because... We have a generation that feels lost. What was of value in the past is now demonized and attacked. And the new set of values have yet to settle in. So we have a generation that is completely confused by the messaging they have received in their life. And in that confusion, have abandoned putting in effort altogether. Because if they do something, they're damned. If they don't do something, they're damned. This is one of the major factors that's contributing to the opioid crisis in America and contributing to the hatred and conflict in the world between groups. A generation lost will become the lost generation. And I'm afraid for myself because I relate so terribly to being lost. I stare myself into the abyss at what my life can be if I don't consciously direct it, and it frightens me to the core. And if I'm being honest, I don't think people figure out where they are going by sitting in one place and figuring it out. It's not something you can draw out on paper. As romantic as that sounds, you can't steer a parked car on the way the way appears. And it's much easier to change your thinking through action than it is to change your actions by thinking. But the problem in this is that sometimes we are climbing ladders that are leaned against the wrong walls. And we are too busy in action to take a second to stop and think about it. When's the last time you stopped and thought about whether it still makes sense to keep showing up to that job on Monday morning? Maybe it's solving for your immediate needs, your immediate lifestyle, but is it actually contributing to where you want to go? And if you don't know where you want to go, then you might still have some intuition inside of you, even without clarity that poses some resistance to what you are currently doing. There's a hint in there. And though you may feel bound to the practicality of life as I do, there's something beyond that that is bigger than all that exists in your current scenarios and circumstance. And a man with vision is not held hostage by any circumstance. The way you overcome where you are today is by shrinking the size of it through what you are looking forward and working forward towards. It shrinks in comparison, not in reality. Because if you don't have a vision past where you are, your current reality, where you are will always feel like the biggest mountain to climb. But if you can see how it's just one small stepping stone, difficult, a hurdle, yes, but still one small stepping stone towards a greater thing, then what you do today becomes minuscule in comparison and minuscule in service to that higher ideal. 
And unless you are consciously putting yourself in better rooms where you always feel like the stupid one, if you often find yourself being the most knowledgeable person in the room, then you will seldom find encouragement from that group because what you are accomplishing or have accomplished or overcome is already bigger than what most of those people might be able to imagine for themselves. For some people, their ceiling is your floor. And that's okay in the grand scheme of the world, but it's not okay for your life and for you to be around for long. If you are trying to do something great, you have to surround yourself with people who are also doing things that other people would think are crazy. If not enough people think you're crazy in doing what you are attempting to do, then chances are you are playing small. You are doing something that's been done before and proven. And don't expect to find encouragement to play any bigger from anyone else. Your imagination is yours. We are all struggling with the same things. And no one wants to see you surpass them because it would make their inadequacies even more real and haunting. Like crabs in a bucket, a person with no purpose will drown yours, suffocate yours. If you spend a lot of time and energy doing inner work, eventually you will have to distance yourself from people who don't. Otherwise, you'll end up constantly at odds with the work they are avoiding. We all have our own assignments, and you have to manage yours. Once you decide where you are going, once you accept your responsibility that you carry, once you commit, you gain a strength you don't even realize that you had. I'll give you an example. Funny example. When I was a kid growing up in this big house building, where four floors in this building, I can remember being scared of things. The darkness, the living room once is locked for the night, the roof. My mother still has some of these fears. She doesn't like going into the living room at night alone. And again, there's reasons for this. And part of that is natural. As a kid, if something was to happen in the dark, if someone was to break in, or if I heard something that led me to imagining any kinds of monsters of the night, as a kid, maybe as a woman in my mother's position, you look left and right for someone else to save you. I'm not big enough to fight off any trouble at that age. Let's be real. So of course I would look to someone else. And the reality that you have to look to someone else for the solution to trouble is the acceptance of a really vulnerable state. It's accepting your own weakness in a sense, or knowing at least that your strength is incomparable to the challenge at hand. You are still a child after all. Now, when I walk around this house all night in the dark, I am aware that if for any reason there was a problem, whether I was facing the dark or sitting here and it was surprising me, I am aware that if there was any problem that it is for me to deal with, it's not something I'm going to look left and right for someone else to solve. It's definitely not going to be a problem for my elderly parents to handle. And because I know my place and I know that this is my assignment, there is no fear. There is a courage from the willingness to confront anything that may pop up. And forget fear. There's almost a brazenness about it. A chest out. Like I wish you would. Because once I know it is my responsibility, I also know that I have built myself to handle the problems. And so there needs to be no fear. I take it on willingly. Almost invitingly. Not that I welcome trouble, but I know it would be trouble for anyone trying to cause me trouble. And all this courage, because I have chosen the posture of confrontation, willingness to take ownership and responsibility for whatever it is that happens, not look left and right. And that 
allows me to stand tall, allows me the forward stance, upright energy that we need when dealing with various problems in our life. Any aspect of your life where you are missing this forward stance, where you feel weak and at the mercy of life, it is this simple thing that is missing. Your willingness to accept it as your responsibility. In knowing truly that it is up to you if it is up to be, and just knowing that, that the darkness is not a place that you can look to for someone else to come and save you as an adult, that rather it will be you who everyone else in the darkness will hope to be there. Hope that you are there willing to take on and confront the challenge. And accepting this alone will take away any weakness you feel in your knees when confronting any aspect of your life. Because it will awaken you to the reality that no one is coming and that it is on you to harden up and face it head on. And again, just that forward stance is in itself the most empowering place you can be in. But once you know your purpose and where you are going and who you are trying to be, what role you are to play, how you want to show up, you automatically have more courage. You automatically lean forward into life. You automatically stare at it in the eyes. And life, life responds. I love you, family. Stay true, always. See you on the next show.